We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my darling and my dear friend. You know, I believe on some level we are all connected. And sometimes we can pick up on the energy and emotions of others without even knowing it. I remember once being at a restaurant and the waiter came over to take our order. And for some reason, I became very animated with my hands. I was looking at him going, huh, that's weird. I don't do that. But then as the waiter spoke, he was very animated with his hands. My fiance at the time said, well, you're a true empath. And I think we all are to varying degrees. And the more sensitive you are, the more important it is to know how to take care of yourself and your boundaries so that you're not swept along on other people's currents or the current and chaos of mass consciousness. I'm so grateful. I finally figured out how to do this for myself, and I'm so happy to be having this conversation today with our energy expert so she can support all of us in taking better care of ourselves during what some might say these kind of crazy times. We are fortunate to have with us Pamela Eloya. Pamela is an energy healer who has focused the last 20 years on individual and collective energy healing. She's attuned in a variety of energetic healing techniques, has experience in hospice and bereavement, is a certified grief coach, and a lifelong martial artist practitioner. She's also the author of the books, 52 Pick Me Up, Rescuer Mindset, Nurturing Healthy Change, and her latest book, which we're going to be talking about today, The Daily Cloak, a lovely, supportive, and effective guide for readers to understand themselves and to assist them in living in alignment, both internally and externally, so an empowered, joy-filled, and soulful life is accessible, possible, and achievable. So, Pamela, thank you for saying yes to this conversation today. I think it's so timely, it's so empowering, it's so perfect, and I'm so grateful for you. Well, thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here, and I appreciate the opportunity. So I want to talk to you about um, the different ways that you feel that we can be affected by energy, both internally and externally. I think we are all affected by energy consistently. So we have our own internal energetic aspects of ourselves that come in the form of our thoughts and our emotions mm-hmm. um, and our perceptions of how things should be or how we want them to be. And that is not only other people's thoughts, emotions, and things that they're dealing with, but it's also things like sound pollution. Mm-hmm. electromagnetic waves, Wi-Fi, and things like that. So we're, we're getting bombarded on all levels uh, consistently uh, throughout all time. So it's really important for us, I find, for myself as well as folks that I work with, it's important for us to be able to differentiate between what energy is going on outside of us and what energy is going on inside of us. And that helps us determine where our responsibility lies and how we can affect change if that's what we desire. I agree completely. I love something that you talk about right away in your book, and it is the topic of personal responsibility. And I love how you um, explain it. First of all, I want you to tell me a little bit about what this means to you. 
energetic responsibility means to me that we are in the driver's seat of our physical, emotional, and mental state to the best of our ability. It is so easy for us to be knocked off center based on what's going on outside of us, whether it's family members who might be arguing or what we're seeing today, it's a lot of controversy around the COVID and political matters. So for us to maintain our own energetic uh, stability, we need to be aware of what we're bringing to the table, what we are bringing to each situation and how, how that energy does create ripple effects, not only for ourselves, but for the people in the environment that we are around. Yes. I love what you're saying. You know, that uh, my radio show is entitled Journey to Center. And for me, this means being able to reside in our center, in our heart space, and be able to maybe observe the chaos, the chaos and the craziness because that stuff's going to happen. So, yes. And I also like how you said energetic stability. And uh, something I highlighted in your book, I just love this so much. It's about being able to ensure our own sovereign space and energetic output. The sovereign space we create is where we are completely in charge of our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects, regardless of what is going on around us. That, I think, is so remarkable and empowering. And I think we all have the ability to cultivate this muscle if we're aware of it and if we um, set the intention and, and do what we need to do. And, uh, and I think your book gives people that information, that insight, that, whore, that hope, that support. And uh, it's very, I think it's very important. It's so important, so powerful. Yes, it, I agree. It is. And not saying that it's easy, but saying if right, we have the right. tools and we create a, a nice support for people of people, and practices around us, it, it is definitely possible. It does take time. It does take focus. It does take practice. But it is beneficial and productive once we are able to kind of focus on it. Yes. You know, it reminds me of the saying uh, that I think Jesus encouraged us to consider be in the world, but not of it. Because this world is always going to be insane. There's duality. There's free will. There's choice. There's um, contrast. And we're, no matter what we would are willing to do, we're not going to be able to change or fix that. But what we can do mm-hmm. is take responsibility for ourselves. Exactly. And your book is, um, I think, a guide in being able to do that. Yeah, that, that was the intent to help people understand a little bit more who aren't really aware of energy or thinking about it in that manner. And so they could pick it up relatively quickly. And even yes. for folks who are using it and, and already in that practice and have some sort of clearing and protective practice ongoing, the hope is to enhance this and, and maybe bring some more aspects or characteristics to their practice. Absolutely. I am familiar with some, but your book expanded um, the possibilities and the techniques that I could personally um, implement. And I want to talk about those a little bit more. I have you on next week and I really want to go into some of the methods and practices. But for now, I'd like to talk a little bit more about what are some of those benefits of being energetically clear and protected? 
what I have found personally and what I have found other individuals tell me when they have implemented some sort of clearing and protective practice is that they are less anxious. They tend to take things a little less personally, so they're more objective with I've even mm-hmm. had some folks say that their physical symptoms actually decrease and they yes. sleep better. I so can see it's that. It's really interesting yeah. to see. Yeah, it's really interesting to see how different people uh, are affected by this. And uh, it's, it's fun. It's really fun. It's fun to see what people's feedback is. Oh, I bet. It's really gratifying for you mm-hmm. to hear that from people because I know it can support us immensely. You know, I think disease is just it's unease. How are you uneasy? And if you're being, Mm -hmm. if you're picking up on all that stuff outside of you, be it uh, from your family, from the news, or just uh, the subconscious stuff that's going on in our community or the world, that, that would cause a lot of stress and anxiety. And you know, it really did for me for a long time until I realized I just need to know how to take care of myself and my connection to my heart and source. And boy, as I did, my life became much more peaceful. Life didn't become much more peaceful, but I became much more peaceful as I've witnessed life. Right, right. And it's so great that you've had that experience and are sharing that with others so others can learn from that too. Because we, this isn't something we're necessarily taught. This is something we start figuring out as life kind of, you know, pushes us and us around. We're thinking, okay, there's got to be a different way to live. There's got to be a different way to perceive things. And I think that's how a lot of us have come onto this path. So it's it's wonderful that we're both doing this and sharing with others. Yeah, for me, definitely. I was inspired to open my mind to some possibilities because I was in so much discomfort. And uh, that can be a wake-up call, I think. Was that the case mm-hmm. for you as well? It, it was the case for me. So I was dealing with some physical issues. And going down the route of regular Western medicine, taking different medications, which Mm -hmm. had severe side effects, which were not fun. So I started going down the roots of alternative medicine. And after a few different avenues, I found that energy work wound up alleviating about 75% of -hmm. the issues that I was having. Mm -hmm. And when I realized that energy work had such an impact on me. I knew that I had to jump in, learn as much as I possibly could about it, and then share it with anybody who was open to it. Mm. I love that. And it is such a profound gift that you've, um, that you're offering the world. And I, for one, am immensely grateful. (laughs) So I also love, go ahead. I was just going to say, we we necessarily come here alone, you know. I have to give thanks to all of my mentors and teachers and students and clients who have helped helped me learn along the way, as well as other folks like you and other practitioners who are helping uplift. I mean, we got to do this together. That's that's my mindset. We're all building and uplifting humanity together. And I'm glad to be a part of it. it. Yeah, me too. I really am. It's it's an incredible time to be alive. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. So um, another thing I'm grateful for, Pamela, is that your book is extremely comprehensive. You know, if people are feeling like, well, I don't know, I'm kind of overwhelmed. I'm kind of busy. It's a short book. It's like 52 pages. And it's it's an easy thing to read, but so powerful. Um, can you tell me why it's uh, you made it kind of a brief 
Um, Read. For two primary reasons, Tammy. First was I really wanted to get the information out quickly because of everything that's been going on in Mm -hmm. 2020. Energetic clearing and protecting is always a topic of conversation for myself. But with everything that's been going on this year, I felt it was so pertinent for everyone to have this information at their fingertips. So that was the first thing, to get it out as quickly as possible. And the second thing was to do so in a short, concise manner so that it was easy for people to pick up. So, you know, you can go into any part of the book and say, okay, that makes sense, or go into the back of the book where it has some of the examples and applications and just start applying it right away and seeing how you feel, seeing what the impact is for you. So I love the title, and I didn't know this, but as I read your book, I found it out. You said the cloak, quote unquote, is traditionally known as a spiritual symbol of creating sacred space for inner transformation. You want to talk a little bit more about that? Well, I I love the idea of a cloak because of that very, very reason. There is a spiritual connotation behind it. And for the information that is included in the book, it is focusing on how we can be clear. What is it that we need to clear from ourselves? Are there limiting patterns of behavior or thoughts, uh, beliefs that we have about ourselves that need to shift so that we can live more fully? Mm. And usually when we're doing some sort of inner transformation, we can get a a little deep and it can be a little scary. And again, Mm. that's where the cloak serves its dual, dual purpose with providing protection while we're doing that inner transformative work. Yes, I think that that's so wonderful. And it's funny, I didn't even know that, but I often visualize like this big, warm, safe blanket around me. And so maybe I was doing this without even being aware of it. <laughs> yeah, and and some people, it's interesting, I've heard some people say that the cloak, they thought it was going to be more secretive and have a little bit more of a, uh, I would say darker, but a different meaning to it. And when they read that and understand that, they get so excited about it for whatever reason. It's nice. Yes, it is nice. So I'd like to know, Mm -hmm. Pamela, who who was in mind as you decided to write this book? Who do you think this book is for? For me, the book was for and is for anyone who is interested in learning how to protect themselves, and do their own inner work so that they can create a better space for the, a better life for themselves and a better space for whatever dreams they want to work towards. So mm-hmm. for me, it could be the novice, somebody who's new to energy work. Mm-hmm. And it could also be somebody in the process, uh, you know, who's been doing energy work for 20, 30 years and needs a little reminder or maybe a refresher or enhance the current practice that they have and potentially share with others. Yeah, my sense was it's like, even if somebody's like, this is all weird and new to me, they could pick it up and just dive right in and perhaps even someone's advanced and they can go deeper and higher. I feel like it really has a a way of meeting a person where they're at and supporting them and going to the next level. Exactly. And and they can, you know, people can use it for as little or as deep as they want to go. It really is up to the reader. Yeah. I love that. So yeah, it meets them where they're at and takes them wherever they want to go, whatever their intention is. So do you believe somebody has to be sensitive? You know, I talked about being an empath or being sensitive. Do you think that um, they have to be sensitive in order to reap the rewards of your teachings? I I believe we're all sensitive to some degree. 
Right. We've all walked to either a restaurant or some place and either felt energized or really inspired by the place. And we've all had the opposite effect where we feel lethargic or we just don't want to be there anymore, which is fine because it's simply us being sensitive and being aware of what we resonate with, what energy vibration works for us and what energy vibration doesn't. So I believe we're all energy sensitive. However, there are some people who are, have that sensitivity that's a bit more heightened. Yes. So you, I believe we'll feel some sort of benefit regardless how energy sensitive we feel we are. Yeah, and I wasn't aware, you know, years ago, I really judged myself as being lazy. And I ended up connecting with a healer that said, you're not lazy, you're, you're highly sensitive. And wow, the, the light went on. She goes, you're very affected by light, sound, other people's energy. It was so helpful to know that. And then I started dating my husband. We went out to dinner. It was very loud in this restaurant. And he was apologizing to me because he couldn't focus on our conversation. And I said, well, that's because you're sensitive. He's like, what? He had no idea. And so now that we're aware of this, we know how to better take care of ourselves. And I think your book can support anyone who is ready for it to go deeper in their understanding and become more empowered in their own lives. Something I hadn't considered that you address in your book is that clearing and healing and a cloak can be applied in different types of situations to animals, to buildings, to nature, as well as our own personal space and situations. I thought that was really interesting. We can do clearings and protections to meetings, to uh, family gatherings. That's always a good one. Um, to a lot of different situations. Can you expand on that a little bit? So anything we do with energy in mind, especially when it comes from the heart. So I believe that all of this energy work that we do is coming from a heart, even though our minds may initially direct it and think about it, when we sink into the heart and really put our heartful intention behind the clearing and the protection we're asking for is truly powerful. Uh, similar to prayer, similar to music, uh, we can apply this to any and all situations. And I yes. even think that there are some situations that are not included in, in the book that we can use it for. Uh, but particularly, I love to, to use this when I'm traveling for whatever reasons, mm. um, whether I'm flying or, or taking a train. I like to clear the mode of transportation, all the people who are on board. Um, I love to clear homes. Homes have energy. You know, we, we keep compiling, but we do. We compile our energy when we go out. We come back in. We're bringing in different energy. And the people that we live with are going through different things and different emotions, different perspectives. So we're all adding to the energetic dynamic of our home, and it's helpful to clear that out periodically so we can maintain a clear, open, and safe space for ourselves and for anybody who visits, including our pets and our plants that are in there, too. Oh, I love that. My plants. I've been taking better care of my plants lately, and they're thriving. But, yeah, this is wonderful. I can... Uh implement some of your techniques to even take greater responsibility for bringing in health and light and beauty. So that's beautiful. And one of my personal intentions is to be as clear a conduit for love and grace and light in the world. And I think your book is a wonderful tool to support me in that. And uh, again, I'm very, very grateful. So we just have about four minutes left, Pamela. I'd like you to just... um 
please share where people can connect with you? How can they find out more about you? Maybe get a copy of your book or your other books. How can they, how can they know more about you? People can find out about me on my website. Uh, it's com. That's P-E-M-E-L-A-A-L-O-I-A.com. I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn as Pamela Aloya Author. And my book is available on both Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Very cool. And I'm excited to be having you back for another show next week where we're going to uh, create the space for you to share some actual techniques and practices and simple things that we can do to start clearing and ascending and attracting more of what is ours by divine right. And um, Pamela, um, can you just share a little bit about how much time this takes and how often we need to do it? What kind of investment are we speaking of when we want to start taking responsibility for this practice? As the book indicates, I feel we should be doing some sort of energetic clearing and protection on a daily basis. And depending on what's going on in our lives, we may need to do it more than that. I know some folks get a little uptight, though, when you say, you know, we, we want to add something else to do to your daily routine. But that daily routine can be five seconds. It could be five minutes. And everybody is on their own schedule and their own limitations. So what I like to tell people to do is, is take about one or two weeks commit to some sort of daily regimen of doing this energetic clearing and protecting and then see how you feel. And once you notice what the impact is in your life, then people start to introduce it at a rate that is appropriate for them. And as I tell people all the time, any practice is better than no practice at all. I say the same thing. You know, it's better to do a very brief um, thing daily and a big old long mm-hmm. thing once a week or once a month. Don't let it overwhelm you. Just small, simple, accessible steps just to be consistent, I think is um, so helpful. And I also love what you said, and I recommend this often, give yourself a week or two weeks. Mm-hmm. Just experiment with it. Just experiment with it. Be your own spiritual scientist and see how you feel after a week or two weeks. And if, if you don't feel an improvement, then stop doing it. But I bet you anything that will. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I love your term, the spiritual scientist. I love that. Yeah, you know, play with it. Ex- play with it. Explore it. It's hard to learn vicariously through other people's experiences. So make it your own. Right. Play, experiment. Right. If it works, keep it. If yeah. it doesn't, you know, try something else. It's like going to a buffet. Keep trying different things until you find what works for you. Cherry pick. I think that's uh, being responsible being the best versions of ourselves that we can be. So Pamela, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to have this conversation today. I love your book. I adore you. I appreciate what you're doing in the world. And to my friends and my listeners, I'm so grateful for your presence in my life. It's so much richer because you are an energetic part of it. I feel you. I sense you. I adore you. I appreciate you. And I would love to be in touch with you. I am on Facebook, Instagram, Go to my website, download my free ebook and guided meditation. Be in conversation with me because to me, there's nothing more wonderful and rewarding and rich than relationship. So take good, gentle, loving, compassionate care of yourself. And um, I look forward to being in touch. God bless you. Onward and upward. 
Bye for now. 